I knew what I had to do. I needed to stop trying to please everyone and start pleasing myself. Uh, raising. Please the marketing department. Uh, please the merchandise department. Uh, please the live events department. Uh, please the media department. Uh, what about pleasing myself? Phrasing. Pleasing myself. It's that last one, really. Pops me every oh, time. Oh no, this one hasn't been preset to fade. Oh, it has. There we go. Hey, <laughs> you did it. You did, I it. did it. Yeah, Mixler is weird. Oh, episode 139, Steve and Steve in the morning. Um, fit Steve, Fitz, Fitz, Steve, we have it all. What am I okay. looking for? I'm stalling for time. There it is. A libation, puff of all. Oh, please indulge. Oh. Oh. Things you love to hear. Mm-hmm. How are you, Fitz? I am delightful. I actually did a five-day week this week. Five days? It's been a while. I'm not going to lie. Now, don't get me wrong. I didn't do a lot of work during those five days, but mm. you know, I, I was logged in and you know, there, things happened. That's they about can't as... take that away from you. No, no. They, if if they check my logs, I was definitely logged in. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, Gordo is AWOL. I can't find him. Um, pretty presumed sure dead. that yeah, presumed dead. Uh, so avenge his death. Uh, send well wishes. Yeah. We all knew that the HIV would catch up with him eventually. Eventually, and sorry if there's a weird noise for a sec because I gotta move my mic. <laughs> sorry about that. Um, yeah, Nikki will be here in about 15 minutes, he's just busy at the moment. Other than that, it's Steve and Steve in the morning with your host, Steve and Steve. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, Steve. How are you? I'm Ooh. grand. I oh, Ooh. what are you having? A little vodka, a little bit of the Smirnoff, Ooh, a little bit of the, coke, not the grey goose, then. What do you think? I fucking made a money. Exactly, yeah. Should have fucking no recession around here. Weirdly enough, I got paid more this month than I did last month. How? I got paid much less. Well, I haven't well, got paid yet, but I'm assuming the, it'll be much less. <laughs> the, the the company I work for, you know, took advantage of the government scheme to, you know, <gasps> to, to, you know, pay a certain percentage of salary. What? I know, right? So I am gobsmacked. I am shocked and appalled by this completely new and unpreviously released information to me. So I checked payslip and realized that 80% of my wages were covered by on government artist, Mr. IP Freely. Uh, so thank you very much for that, everyone who pays their taxes. Uh, didn't need it, but okay, I'll take it. And the rest was covered by El Compagnio. So weirdly enough, because of the fact that the company only like paid 20% of my wages, I was taxed considerably less. So I ended up getting slightly more money in my payslip, which makes and is no that a, sense. Is that across the board? And you know what I mean for all areas of the company. I believe so. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. So I found I found now I worked with the company Fitz is talking about for many many and uh, many many a lifetime. 
I cannot believe I found a company and went working for them that are worse than them. That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that. Oh man, mistakes have been made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on furlough, so um, I'm getting seventy percent of my wages, and the company is not covering the other thirty percent, which is a bit shitty. Um, but what are you gonna do? Um, but Fitz, I went and tried to get a new job. But oh I told God. you I had a story to tell you. <laughs> do we so, need to get another drink for this? Now, mine is like one of those large bottles of Peroni, so that should get me through oh to the God. end of the third That'll sentence. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what happened? So I had an interview with a, a big tech company there on Thursday, so yesterday. And uh, it was a second round of interviews. I thought, you know, this job suits me down to the ground. This could go well, whatever. And got to the interview and they, I can't, I can't be too specific really, can I? Be careful. But essentially they sent me a link, was one of the first exercises. And they gave me five minutes to decipher that information and spit it back to them within one minute. And immediately I'm like, what in the high holy fuck are they doing here? This is weird, right? So that threw me off my game big time. Because uh, I was prepared for a, you're in this situation, what do you do type of interview, you know? Uh, which is, you know, most interviews. I said, okay. I give myself maybe four, minimum of four, maximum of six out of ten in there. Not great, but not awful. You know, that kind of way. I was like, all right, okay, bad start. We'll, we'll, we'll recover. Tell me, was it one of these weird situations where there actually isn't a right answer and they just want to see how you got from point A to point B? Kind you know. of, but also this was their product. Okay. Uh, it was one element of their product that you I mean you could prepare and over prepare for an interview, but you wouldn't have gone down to the granular level what they were asking me to do. Okay. Do you know what I mean? If you're going for an interview, you do kind of high level look at it. If you're super, super, super prepared, obviously you look at every little thing. But obviously they picked one little corner of their product and asked me to spit it back to them within a minute. Bit of pressure, you know. I was like, all right, okay. The next one then, and I despise any company that throws these things at you in an interview especially over Skype, where there's silence and all there's going to be is you making a fool of yourself. So uh, how do I change a few words here? Uh, so there is, you're on, top, so you're on top of a building, Fitz, right? Big high-rise building. Okay. And you have to get to the other high-rise building across the way. Okay. There's a bridge. There's a bridge between them. No, no, that won't work either. Uh, there's a helicopter. There's a helicopter between the two buildings, right? Okay. On top of the buildings are three photographers and three cannibals. You can only send a maximum of two over in the helicopter. You can't have the cannibals outnumber the photographers. How do you get all of them over there? And I literally, literally went, ah, that's the end of me. <laughs> like, I think it's a pretty shitty thing. When you think about it, you can work it out and it takes a while. I googled the answer afterwards because I was disgusted. There was 11 steps involved. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and I was like, ah, lads. So you start off and you go, oh, okay, I do this step. The first step is an obvious one, right? So you send one of each over at the start, right? So you go, okay. And then I got the next one either wrong or not exactly what he wanted. And then I just eventually went, it's not going well for me today, lads, is it? And he was like, oh, no, just keep going. I was like, nah. Now I'm good. We'll end it there. I'm not dealing with you people. This is a disgusting load of shit oh, to do to people. Did you actually say you people? Please tell me I you didn't say you people. people. Oh, heel people. I'm a genius. You could have shot the ultimate heel promo on them. I know. They wouldn't have known what to do. 
I know, but you would have felt great. Uh, it just it was a very I know it's about uh, data analysis or critical thinking type thing but it's the type of thing you give someone and then you leave the room and come back in 10 minutes or something you know that kind of way to give them a chance Skype there's dead silence on a Skype it, yeah. oh, it doesn't work there's dead silence on a Skype call you're under severe pressure because there's all of the silence and all of the judginess and uh, eventually I was like Hey guys, um, yeah, I think we'll call it there. I don't think I'm getting past this. <laughs> and that was it. I just gave up and I was just disgusted. I was so angry. And one part, even I forgot to tell Kira, uh, there was the call. Um, so I'm fairly certain I hung up the call because I heard the beep. Um, but I literally got off the phone. I took my headphones off and I just go, fuck's sake, just something like that. And I looked at the screen when I went over back, or back over the screen. The call was still open. So I don't know if they were still on there or if that Skype call was still open in some other way, but you know what? I'm not arsed. I hope they heard me say whatever else I said. <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> um, just really shitty thing to do to someone when you when the person was prepared for another interview. Um, yeah. I uh, got a phone call from the recruiter today. Oh, I just spoke to Fitz and he said the interview didn't go very well. I was like, it sure didn't. I was like, well, what happened? And I told her the story. She was like, oh, that's not what was supposed to happen. I was like, yeah, no shit. A bit late telling me that now. And I was so like, oh, will I put you forward? I, I, I think it's a mixture of them not telling her what the exact interview was going to be, her not communicating that to me, and me not being prepared mm. for all eventualities. So it's a, it's a threefer. Um, yeah, I Perfect was really, really song. angry. Oh, yeah, I was really pissed off about it. Like, absolutely disgusted. And then she was like, oh, let put you forward through this other position. I was like, no, I never want to deal with your company or that company ever again. Thank you. And hung up the phone. <laughs> I was like, nope. Good luck to you. What the fuck? Like, that was my Thursday. <sighs> so I'm thinking just... maybe, maybe they knew I was under or thought I was underqualified for the job. And they were like, let's just get rid of him. That's my theory. Nah, like, to be fair, I, it, you'd want to be such a malicious bastard to do that. Like, no, fair I enough. Have... Like fair enough, you know, if if you wanted to, like again, I I've been in situations where I've been on both sides of that desk, not very often from the the, the recruiting side, granted, but like you you never want to kind of make anyone seem foolish because that's just another cunt move. So even like if the interview isn't going well, or if you can see that someone is struggling, and God knows I've struggled in interviews and bullshitted my way into some weird narrow corridors that I often do on this podcast as well when trying to make a point and lose my train of thought halfway through. But, you know, it's the recruiter's job and the, the, the person who's holding the interview to kind of lead the narrative on these things. And they should really set out at the beginning of a meeting, okay, so today we're going to go through a few steps. Here's what to expect. And at least at that stage, you get the initial shock out of the way. They can talk you through step by step. So when you come to it, you're kind of, you're not getting that immediate shock just before you try to answer something. So yeah, if anything, I would say that's a major failing on their part. It's another thing because um, at the start of the interview, he's like, have you got a pen and paper? And I went, oh, where is this going? He goes, oh, yeah, just give me two seconds. I'll find it. And I heard a bit of a groan. So I'm assuming there was a breakdown of a communication somewhere where I was mm. supposed to have a pen and paper prepared, but nobody fucking told me that. So I wonder was, I don't know, there was some breakdown somewhere. And uh, mm. yeah, fuck him. And everyone who knows him. I was, I never quite get along with those, you know, if you were a cow on the moon, how would you, blah, blah, I hate that shit. Like, yeah, 
I'd, I'd love to be able to dramatically go fuck you and walk out of an interview room but I remember you can't really do that on Skype <laughs> I got asked one once when I was going for an interview with for a job at Google but not being employed by Google it's a weird kind of off-site kind of thing contractor type thing kind of yeah and literally you almost hit the nail head there as like the interview question and I'd never heard of these types of questions before in an, in an interview setting so I'd just come out of working in the call center. So I just finished my degree and coming out of Waterford, as good as the education got, they don't really kind of give you kind of what happens next training. So at least when I came out of the postgrad, we did literally a fucking two week course of how to interview prep, how to CV prep, all literally the, the core essentials that you need when you're about to start, you know, applying for shit loads of jobs. But coming out of Waterford, I didn't have that. So I went into the interview, answered the, the, the usual bullshit questions that you'd always get asked. Uh, what are your goals? What do you want to achieve? Blah, blah, blah. And you spout off the usual shite that you've learned off that no one ever believes. Uh, but mm-hmm. then the question comes is like, okay, so we like to throw an oddball question in there. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, where is this going? <laughs> no, I will not do that. I do not find you attractive and I don't think the job is worth it. Uh, no, that, <laughs> that wasn't the question. Uh, I'll take it. I'm desperate. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was, okay, if you were a farmer on the moon, how many cows would you milk each month? Fuck you. That would be my answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally, I think I audibly laughed at that stage. I was like, <laughs> all right, so, so what's, the, what's, the, what's the question? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, okay. Well, I suppose, let me see. Seven. A, a typical farmer might have, you know, maybe two to 300 cows on earth. If you say that the atmosphere is different on the moon, take away a hundred, so you might have two hundred cows, maybe. Uh, if, if you milk them twice a day, I just just started waffling, pure shite, like. And I, I was pure again, like I've done on this podcast a few times. I went down a tangent, and I literally had to stop and was like, "Wait, what am I talking here again?" Oh yeah, so I'd milk seventeen cows a day, or whatever the fuck said. Start a question. <laughs> I came out of that I was like what the absolute fuck was that shit show yeah it's like you want to reply with that whole meme on, on Twitter it's like ma'am this is a Wendy's <laughs> kind of <laughs> like what are you what is this like I don't quite understand I kind of see what they're going for or whatever but uh, I don't know like when I went and interviewed for my last job where I worked with Gordo and Nicky they give me one of those but it was a grand one it was like who do you if there was a bio or a, a movie about your life who would you want to play it oh. i mean that sort of stuff is that's softball that's fine you know what i mean but you yeah, can do something there it, that allows you to the, the element of creativity with an answer yeah while still being kind of kind of stuck in the realms of reality whereas yeah. you're talking airy fairy shit that has no relevance to anything and you're supposed to try and make sense of it like even making sense of a nonsensical situation makes no sense by definition so you know fuck that shit yeah Rory put in the chat there he goes uh, one I got what did you dress for for Halloween last year it was the first question and I interv- in- ended the interview there and fair play to you Rory mm-hmm. <laughs> told him I wasn't a good fit or told him it wasn't a good fit I don't know I, it's all the hairy fairy I think is a great way to put it it's just fucking sh- nonsensey shite Nonsense yeah. shite. <laughs> like, to, to be fair, like the, the, the best interview I had was probably the, the most recent one I've had for the company I'm working for now, which literally was, which I didn't know at the time, but normally they go through a uh, phone interview, first interview, second interview, and offer at that stage. That's the normal process. 
for most jobs around my division in my department. What I didn't know was I got the job after the first interview, mainly because Ooh. the pers- person that was interviewing me cut through all the bullshit. Literally, I was like, okay, what have you done? And I was able to say, okay, what I've done. I was like, okay, what experience do you have? I was able to tell you what experience I have. Okay, what systems do you know? Okay, well, here are the systems I know. How are you with this? How are you with that? Okay, grand, grand, grand. Maybe 35, 40 minute interview. And then I think three days later, phone call with the offer. I was like, that's how things are supposed to work. You know, so it's that, it, uh, that K dog. Yeah. Yeah. Straight no up. bullshit, straight talking. But that's what that's yeah. ultimately when you walk in day one on a job you don't fucking talk to these hypothetical bullshit situations where you're mm-hmm. talking cows getting milked on a moon or whatever you're talking about okay I need this job done I need this job done I need this job done can I do it if not okay how can I learn to do it you know you, you don't have time to fucking sit down and think about fantasy scenarios you've got shit to do and you just do it yep and in the first interview on uh, on this particular job I had one where he he gave me a sample email from a customer and it was a real email that somebody got and you had to reply to that email and it was like um how what are you talking about how am i supposed to know what these things are i don't work for you so that you kind of do your best to give them generic kind of answers that you would i don't know i don't know i think there's better ways um but yeah just like that my job that i'm currently in slash for lower for load in now um i got mine on one interview whereas other people did phone and two in person and i was like oh say nothing then say nothing <laughs> i got away with that one um but look at but look at wouldn't be great if it was just you know we we're all millionaires or something oh, i keep doing the lotto every week someday it's going to happen and it's going to be like a fucking the ironic song i'm going to do lotto for 65 years and the day i retire i'm going to win the lotto except for that's actually going to be ironic and not just unfortunate like everything in that that song exactly yeah just mere coincidences um yeah nikki should nikki should be on in a few minutes gordo's in the chat i believe and uh yeah anything else going on in the world Oh, yeah. uh, I don't think so now The highlight of my day was going to the butchers today And having to queue Ooh. 25 minutes to get into it So that was uh, exciting times There was a big old queue in Tesco today as well uh, That 100 person rule is out the window the, for, <laughs> there's, for shopping centres and stuff There is I went into Tesco this afternoon There was no way there was only 100 people in it Do you know what I fucking hate most about this tonight I've, I've been to Tesco once I went last Saturday myself and Nolan went in just to pick up our weekly shit it was my first time out in a proper shop since before the lockdown because I'd gotten a Tesco delivery once and I had just literally the lads picked up stuff when they went so I didn't need to go but I thought okay I, I literally have no other option now the lads aren't going there's no slots available for Tesco delivery until 2025 I have to actually go out and do this myself so I went no queue thankfully so we literally walked straight in and I was looking at the chicken section and some fucking guy walks literally over with a mask on, walks straight over in front of me, leans right in in front of me to the point where I actually had to move out of his way or else he was going to bump into me to reach in and grab the chicken. I was like, dude. And he just said, what, what, what? It's like, ah, fuck off. I just walked away. I couldn't even do it. <laughs> at WWE Super Showdown. That's an old name. Oughta call them Chaz Wazers. <laughs> The official rumor, allegedly, is that Developing Dream opened up his DMs on Instagram 
and he slid in to the DMs of a couple of girls, three girls apparently. Oh, baby! Two, one was 15, one was 16, and one was 17. And the one that was 17, apparently, allegedly, he uh, shot his sh- load, par- or not shot his shot, I should allegedly. say. Allegedly. <laughs> no. Yeah, he might have done the other part. We don't know. Yes, later. Um, later. And he, and he asked for nudes in return, and um, she got creeped out and, you know, put him on blast all over the internet. Allegedly. Allegedly, so, this thing happened. Allegedly. Very much allegedly. Allegedly. Look at we we have to we treat all rumors as if they're you know bullshit anyway because you know mm-hmm. nothing innocent until proven guilty but we do discuss them just like we did with um, your oh, man got some feedback. Fucking... No, that was uh, sorry. I still had the thing going when I joined. Cool. Oh, fuck you, Gordo. Uh, so we look we looked at Enzo. We looked at the other stories that came through. And we 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 discussed them at that time. Uh, we obviously not going to discuss Connor's cure because you know just we can't no point. we can't talk about that sort can't, of stuff. Can't talk about it. What's a Connor's cure? Is, is that anything to Irish sports star? It's uh, an no, old, old to- wooden ship. Oh. <laughs> the Civil it's War co- era. It's cocaine. Okay. So not cocaine, raisins. Raisins. Do we can Velveteen Dream realistically be that stupid to do something like this? No. I don't think anyone you is a stupid. That. No, Fush. what was this thing with the the verified tag that the bottom I'm, of it was cut that's, off? That's I don't buy that. Okay. okay. Because you're you're talking a zoom. The image was compressed. Yeah, yeah. And it's 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 always an image that was uploaded to uh, Imgur, which was then screenshotted, which was then zoomed in on. So you're talking like three to four levels of compression and zooming that you know anything would look weird on that sort of level. So I I I don't buy that particular side of the the falseness of it. I just refuse to believe that someone is that stupid in that position of prosperity now and he's what 20 well he's in his early 20s or mid 20s is he so he's not you mid know to late i'd say is he i think he's 25 or something 25 i think yeah so he's not a 60 year old man who doesn't quite maybe not know how the internet can rapidly move that hey, you know what's, then, what's, the, what's the rule half your age plus uh, oh. half your age plus seven. <laughs> yeah. Wait, in which case she's still too young okay i'm good perfect he's 24 <laughs> <laughs> well, see, which you're is exactly, which is <laughs> you're a very old man, Steve. Anyway, so look at you—you you get away yeah. with a lot. <laughs> Nineteen plus seven, twenty. Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, not too bad. <laughs> um, yeah, Gordon can still do all right from. Yeah, yeah. So it's Jordan's adding there in the chat that apparently there is some audio messages as well, but I don't think too many people have heard those from what I saw on Twitter. I've heard. I wasn't. Go- oh, you have. It's only like a. It's. I think it's something like a. What school are you in? Or what school do you go to? Ah. How, how, <laughs> how similar sounding is it? Um, no. To be fair, Americans call college school as well. You know, I'm going yeah. to school, so. Ah. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah. Okay, no, this is this is one hundred percent all allegedly, but the the one I heard was what school do you go to? And I can't tell if it was him or not. Mm. Because at the same time he has a deep voice, which I I've often found people find easier to impersonate as well. So it is hard to know. Now the only thing I could see would which could possibly, you know, squash this straight away was the fact that it, apparently it was from a Washington phone number that the call was made and if or he was or wasn't in that area at the time because obviously they're doing a lot of filming down in in Orlando 
if he had his mobile before he moved down there, though. Aren't they all I living in one hotel up. at the moment? In Florida? Yeah, but aren't... Yeah. aren't unless you're no, not, not, not even in hotels. There. They're all bunking up with each other. Yeah. Right. Because all the, all the hotels are closed. I'm, I'm not sure what way the area codes work over there with regards to cell phones and shit. But if he had his before he moved down there, and still using the same phone, would, that, would it be a Washington area code? I don't know. Just giving this whole thing a massive allegedly. Oh, so again, huge. But we we do have Rory in the chat, obviously, who lived there for a while, so maybe able to shine some light on the the area yeah. thing. But uh, I don't know. It's so dodgy. It's dodgy as fuck. Uh, obviously, yeah. we don't know. Yeah, he people says are, you. Keep, are jump. He just said it there. You keep your Washington phone number. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that kind of doesn't help him, I suppose, in terms nope. of clearing his name. Oh god, there's so much fucking shit with these sort of allegations in the last few years. Where it, even if you are completely innocent, mud like this just sticks and sticks hard against your name. Look at so Enzo. Look at Ellsworth. Yeah. Yep. Uh, All you have to do is once that back. allegation is made and once it gets picked up by the internet, you're damn well hard to prove that you're innocent. I think Ritzky. everyone, all the wrestling journalists, should really should have learned a lesson from what happened to Enzo. But mm-hmm. let's see if they do with the Velveteen well, Dream thing. His his name doesn't look great now careful. either. Though. The yeah. reporting seems to be very careful so far, in fairness. The only yeah. one that I can see that's picking it up is Ringside News from oh, God. a major reputable source. Wink, wink. So, you know, until the likes of SRS or even fucking Saturn kind of post about something about it, uh, I non-issue but it's still uh, it's, because it's doing the rounds and because wrestling twitter is kind of talking about it this isn't going to go away until something happens nope. do you think no matter what happens uh, presuming he's innocent or guilty or whatever it is so we'll say he's innocent and he stays in, in the wrestling business he is innocent because he hasn't been proven guilty he is innocent. exactly okay so he is innocent. so say these allegations are false a better way to put it does he keep his name think about it <sighs> Break it down. Velvet yeah, yeah, I got dream. You. I got you. Yeah. So what I'm aiming at here was the word yeah. teen and dream. The, the velvet dream. <laughs> Who would use the word teen in anything to do with that? I know, right? Who the would vel- go for vel- two years and not discover their massive mistake? The, vel- <laughs> the velvet man dream. Well, apparently yeah. his massive mistake is all over the internet right now. Oh, how big is his mistake? I I haven't seen it. Thank God. I haven't seen his mistake. Uh, no. No, no one either. <laughs> Quite large. <laughs> Quite large. Well, you know what you know what they allegedly say. <laughs> it took an entire emoji to cover it up. So, <laughs> and it's not just a small; it's a big clown face emoji. It's it is, yeah, yeah. Jesus, it is all right there now. Someone has sent it to us. <laughs> that's the one Gordo sent. Oh, good lord. Anyway, that's enough of Velveteen Dream's penis on my phone. Thanks very much. Um, <laughs> Velveteen Dream's compressed penis. <laughs> no, back to Seth Rollins. Back to Seth Rollins. <laughs> Not Seth Rollins. <laughs> Have we talked about inje- injecting disinfectant yet? Oh, that's why I was in Tesco today, Nick. There was no bleach left. There's a run-on bleach. <laughs> why? Well, I wanted to. Dead last night. I was going to have my last large bottle of um, Peroni so I could empty it out to fill it up with Dettol. But none left. There's no toilet roll and no bleach. Damn you, Trump. Uh, what was this with him blasting people with UV rays or something as well? We're going to have a fucking generation. 
yeah, <laughs> we're gonna have a generation of superheroes, and this is what's gonna happen. Bleach our man, villains. our super villains, living on Death I, Mountain. I get comic book references. Nine episodes um, into X Men animated uh, for finally getting Disney Plus. Oh, lads, it's great to be back. Boo! Fucking travesty. You mean our number one cartoon slash? Your number one. <laughs> number one. Hashtag not my champion. Hashtag not my captain. Hashtag me too. Is that the one Just, that was released? It was, yeah. Game show one is to be released uh, probably late tomorrow or Sunday. Are we doing another one this weekend? Hey, we, don't, we don't have a bracket done up for anything. We have none set up or a category or anything set up. So TV characters. Go for it. That one was a good one, I think. Yeah. TV characters, and then we'll go worst song to see if Chinese food or Best of Both Worlds or... What Chinese food? Uh, oh John God. Terry wins. Sorry, Paddy, if he's in the chat. I know he's in the chat. He's going to hurt me when I go downstairs to make food in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, Rip so, yeah, I just had a look at Twitter. I haven't been on in a few hours. And, yeah, it's Velveteen, Velveteen Dream City here at the moment. My oh, Velveteen Dream and Packers fans being pissed off over the draft last night. That's a good one. Someone has a picture of Triple H looking extremely angry. It's like Triple H right now, dude just wanted to chill on his twenty fifth anniversary. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't have the picture, the picture of Dream with the clown emoji, and have the Triple H point at it. <laughs> oh, that has to be a line at some point. Surely. Yeah. Um, oh, needs to learn how to Photoshop again. Yeah. Uh, anything else? How, how Gordo and Nick? How are you? You weren't here at the start. The show uh, is a shit show. It's my last. It's my last night. Tonight. Nice. So, very tired. Nick. Fuck it. Ah, good. Promotion was made official today, so you know. Hey, congrats, congrats man. Do Do I have to like behave now? Eh. Debatable. Wait a minute. Shut up about you. <laughs> Shut up about you. I'm rehired. I'm back. <laughs> Four I'm more back. years. I'm, I'm not even joking I need to, uh, I can start uh, no actually wait until the 1st of May I want to get that last paycheck in full and I'm back <laughs> just give me a shout whatever whenever you want me to start that sounds good sure, perfect ship a laptop out yeah you, you probably remember how to do 90% of the job anyway I'd imagine so yeah I'd be fine just turn it off and turn it back on again that, that, that's more than I remember of how to do the job so you're fine <laughs> hey Kira, I mean, our impending I mean, financial troubles are over so I'm rehired uh, the lads just told me I'm done that's great it's all done <laughs> that's a contract right there I have no contract. power I'm just pointing this out Nicky's the one with the power and has said nothing not, not until here. Monday lads I, I got my hopes up you wouldn't let me down like that would you <laughs> Nicky is bossing very good right now it's I just heard time. that I was rehired it's boss time <laughs> oh boy um, what else uh, outside of Velveteen and his dream is going Drake on. Drake Maverick has not been hired back by WWE despite what it, the rumors were and what it seems based on yes. TV. It's all yeah. a work. Oh, here we go again. Fightful. It's not. Fightful it's are pretty reliable. It's all a work. We're Dean all Ambrose worked. is staying in WWE. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you, Fitz, by the way. Well, no, I don't necessarily agree with you, but they are using it as part yeah, of the story. They're hamming yeah, this yeah. up so yeah. much. They and it's great. Sarah I love Logan, it. Like, they mentioned Sarah Logan like four times in the first night. She was supposed ball. to be there. She yeah. was supposed to be on the show. Apparently, yeah. a load of people went to bat for her after 
mm-hmm. the release basically saying that like she was well liked she was someone who never got a fair shake of things and they wanted and basically that they were after fucking up by letting her go because they never gave her a fair stab at things apparently mm. yep um, but we'll no, briefly thing, go on like, to the Maverick thing yeah cool sorry yeah yeah, no, just, yeah. Just, like we, we all kind of lamented the fact that he was one of the few that we thought they made a mistake on releasing and we all found it weird that why are they releasing him now but yet he's got three matches in this uh, cruiserweight championship tournament that they're running Interim. it made no sense Interim. I don't know no, hashtag no, no. not my champion hashtag definitely deserve it <laughs> so what, um, yeah no it, it just seemed weird and even the video that he released afterwards I, I didn't kind of think about it too much at the time but it didn't feel right with me watching it it felt overly emotional he was wearing back, a WWE watch, shirt like watching no. it back and I will say that watching it back with the, the benefit of hindsight and seeing the fact that he's in the matches coming up and the way to use them on NXT this week, it, it just feels so worky to me. Now, if I had just gotten my dream job and I was getting good pay after years and years toiling away, starving on the indies or whatever, I would be beyond upset as well. So maybe he has done what maybe others would have done and he put up that video because he did go oh shit I've just lost my dream job I don't have financial security and he just went you know what I'm going to use this and see how to see where it takes me maybe I'll get rehired or maybe I'll be taken into AEW or you know are you suggesting that WWE are not working us but but in fact that Drake Maverick worked to WWE to give him his job back Drake Maverick's video had more views in a day than Raw does it had two and a half million views in 24 hours. They can't so ignore that. Did no. WWE say, hang on a second, maybe there's something here that we could keep? I hope so. I reckon while they mightn't have made a decision to hire him back now, it could be a Daniel Bryan situation. Fair enough. We've, we give you a release. We can't just say no now because it'll look terrible if we make this work after actually firing everyone else. I'd say leave him off. Leave him on the indies for a couple of months after all this and then hire him back. Yep. Yeah. Even do a tour of the UK Indies, even go home for a couple of months, chill. Yeah. Well, and once the, the current... shows open up again, he'll fucking make an absolute killing if he does a sweep around the UK and Ireland for a month or two. <laughs> then hire him back. And he uh, will have to be put on a retainer as well because they'll want to secure that he will stay there because otherwise he's just yeah. going to go to uh, AEW with easy three. Himself, himself <laughs> and the missus apparently also haven't taken their pro- uh, proper honeymoon yet either because they went straight oh. back because he was 24-7 champ at the time. She posted Man. something about it on Instagram. What's the with Gronk? Gronk is going to... Yeah. 24-7 champ and he's now back in the NFL. They, the Bucks or whatever, uh, Buccaneers put a, tw- a tweet up with a video with him talking about the WWE title. So they are going to have our truth pin him at a fucking press conference or something. <laughs> no, no, no. It's going to be even better than that. It's going to be Gronk scores a touchdown and gets attacked by our truth in the end zone as he's doing a celebration. And the referee will pop out of nowhere. And, that's and the, security, the security won't be told it's a work and they'll fucking attack our truth. <laughs> oh, they'll have the female fucking security guard. <laughs> She's gone. She's not there she anymore. Gone. Oh, yeah, really? it's been a while now. Oh. Well, lads, you got to see this. Dobbs in the chat has the, the greatest new stable in wrestling history. He's got Drake Maverick as manager of EC3, Slater, Rusev, Gallows, and Anderson, and their stable is going to be called The Furlough. <laughs> 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 That's just money right there. Oh, multiple chef's cases. Uh, AEW oh. have to do an invasion angle here, surely to God. 
There's so many of them free and you pay them by date. You don't have to hire them all. Just Tony, you don't have to hire all of them. Okay, relax. Just take it easy. It depends on what he wants to do. Like if they've got the budget and to be fair, obviously they've got money that that's not in question. But it's whether the the company itself has the resources to do it without kind of extra financial in, uh, investment. They could really do something creatively good with this. Mm-hmm. My worry would be that they don't do anything, or that they actually kind of release some of the stars and kind of go along the same routes. WWE to save money. I don't think they'll do that. But it would be kind of it would be such a good opportunity to bring in guys that the fans loved, even Zack Ryder for a run. You know, God yeah. knows he's not the greatest wrestler in the world. But the internet loves him. Oh How God, dare Steve. you? <laughs> <laughs> He'll be AEW champ within a year. <laughs> Zack Ryder will be hired. He's Cody's boy. He'll be there. Yeah, um, exactly. But will he want to though? Like he's got enough of a rep to to kind of man the indies and kind of make a fortune off that. Joey Ryan ask. Yeah, there's. That's the other thing that Joey Ryan was very smart not going there because he probably made a shitload of money by keeping yep. be, staying as a name on the indies when everyone else left the name on the indies for the first yeah. couple of months when everyone else took um, a break before exactly. before starting like mm-hmm. yeah like when the indies come back uh hopefully within the year there's going to be some savage talent out there it's gonna be a weird ott show the first time it's back <laughs> like it's just it'll like fun. raw it'll be like a monday night ott <laughs> the next two state the next two stadium shows i need gallows and anderson versus the Kings and Revival yeah. versus Kings please yeah. and thank you no you cannot have you can only have one of them um, can we have uh, Hawkins or can we have uh, Maverick and EC3 against the Angel Cruisers please oh god <laughs> That would That'd be, be great. <laughs> I would take that before the revival, to be honest with you. Just you fuck, you wash your mouth with soap. <laughs> you wash your mouth with dead hall, actually. Go, no. go, go buy your dead hall. No, because I'm pretty sure I already had the virus and I'm good again, so I don't need that. Oh, you fuck. <laughs> um, although we, we talked about the Jags and the, or about the cans and their money, they're going to be saving money thanks to Tony Khan getting in the argument with your man in Gokway on Twitter this week. That tried to trade him. He's going to save him around about forty million if they get rid of him. So, not how did the draft go for you last night? Anyway, Gordo, you up all night? Uh, well, I was up all night working, so I was kind of half paying attention to it. Uh, I missed the Packers trading up because I was doing stuff, and uh, when I came back on, they had drafted a quarterback, which nobody expected. Yeah, which... the internet are not happy about that today. I, I. I can't remember if I actually sent or not. I had a message typed up to you earlier on the week. So I do my predictions every year. And my I wouldn't be surprised prediction was for the Packers to take love if he fell to number 30 at the time. I actually, th- I actually thought there was a chance it might happen. I did not expect him to trade up. So I was happy enough. I thought if they were going to trade up, they were going to take Murray, who's the guy that the Chargers took. Mm. Um, so he, that was, he's a fucking tidy player. Uh, yeah, it was weird. There wasn't wasn't many technical issues, which was good because they were expecting this to be a shit show because you have essentially 64 Zoom calls because you have your general manager and your coach of all 32 teams. Actually, oh, 65, okay. you have the commissioner's one and then you have the players all have their own ones. Yeah, It was going to be... It was a chance for it to be an absolute clusterfuck, but it went really smooth. Um, yeah. I think I named what six of the first eight I got right, and one of the two I got wrong. I just picked I picked the right position, but the wrong player. So I'm looking for a segue here to talk about Nia Jax. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, lot of lot of 
technical a big issues. Fuck, like a big, well, no, I was going to say a lot of big, lot of big fuckers who are going to throw people around. So, uh, speaking of big fuckers throwing people around, <laughs> <laughs> seamless segue there, Steve. Seamless. Smooth. I was, I was like, what's, I, the, what's the best way I could get to Nia Jax being unsafe? <laughs> I don't ever want to find a day where we are polished professionals where we segue in cleverly. No. I want to batter people over the head with my segues. Speaking of battering like people over the head. Battering people over the head. Love me water. Nia Jax, um, Kyrie Sane, they go for the buckle bomb. A move that I think is going to end up being banned because it's just so stupid. Finn Balor, Sting. How many people yeah. need to, to get injured by this? Yeah, it's it's like not exactly the most dangerous or the most like I'm not a wrestler none of us are but it doesn't seem to me the most difficult thing in the world to do you gotta lift the guy up high and drop him so that his arms will go across the top rope it's, so it's a blind bump snap where there's gaps in yeah. what they take the bump yeah. so it's not yeah. exactly the greatest you wouldn't want to take 15 of them in a match no. as opposed to a normal no. bump but still the margin for error is, is higher than most moves yeah, yeah. Um, it's not worth the payoff um, didn't they get no. rid of the back body drop because the the bump wasn't worth the reaction? That was one of the big things. That the it's a very spectacular move. You lift him up and you throw him in the air and he takes a massive back bump from ten feet in the air. I'm pretty sure the, the reactions. Last... Yeah, the reactions I'm... weren't there anymore. So they were like, "I'm not taking yeah. that bump anymore." What's I'm the point? Pretty, pretty sure the last like three times I've seen that move done have all been to AJ Styles because of AJ, the bump yeah. he takes on it yeah 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 because he just right. hovers with it, he hovers like with his head pointed towards the mat for far too long before <laughs> tipping over so it looks yeah. even more spectacular and that gets a reaction because everyone's like oh you're gonna die you're gonna like die. the old swanton where he looks like he's about to go face first but then all of a sudden <laughs> lands and he's on he lands on his neck and we're like how did you do that so quickly yeah um but yeah nijas goes for the buckle bomb Kyrie saying screams i'm not set i'm not set Nia Jax launches her probably two steps early and she lands on the bottom turnbuckle bouncer. Now, remember, Kyrie Sane is only back from a concussion. And between the, the and middle she's and also tiny, tiny, tiny woman. See, that, yep. like, the, like I said, the margin of is, so, is so small in this move, but the 100% of this move is on the responsibility of the person giving the move, which is fairly uncommon when you think of the wrestling bumps that you can take. Typically, it's 50-50 are, are kind of weighted heavily in favor of the person giving the move, but ultimately the person taking the move has an element of responsibility to position themselves properly. Kyrie's in this situation, or Finn Balor, or even Sting, you, you really can't do anything. You're literally at the, the will of the person giving the move and hoping that they perform it as safely as possible. Nia Jax has never performed a move safely. <laughs> Remember her elbow drop on Bailey the time? Oh my god. Oh. Bailey's her... very lucky. Her people shoulder made a, drop on Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. People made a kind of a compilation of Nia Jax's uh, the injuries she's caused, and they so did the one. They showed the one compilation of Nia Jax matches. Yeah, yeah. Her be- hey. top fifty, top fifty moves of Nia Jax twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they they showed the one where Bailey hurt her arm. You know, where she threw her out, and Bailey has yeah. to do the baseball slide thing. But what they left out was the thing that actually caused this. Fuck, she could have fucking killed Bailey, where she landed right in her head with the elbow. And the Charlotte one, and the Sasha one, and and now remember a week ago, Nia Jax was on complaining about Ronda Rousey hurting people, and having to go to bat for Alexa because yeah. Ronda was hurting people, and we all laughed at the time, went ha, Nia Jax talking about people injuring people, ha, 
That's yeah. hilarious. A week later, she goes and could nearly kills this tiny Japanese woman. But if you look, and the, the, they're they're different, bo- they're different spots, different bumps, different moves entirely. But a similar enough impact to the back of the head to what Kyrie took here, essentially, is what ended Paige's career. Mm-hmm. It was Sasha, Sasha kicked Paige, yeah. and a fairly routine thing just to make distance from between the two of them in the corner. Just happened to kick her too hard in roughly the same spot, and Paige's career was done. Now, no Paige had her injuries and stuff beforehand, but. There is the possibility of an impact to that area potentially ending someone's career. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. Yep. It, it. I. And do you remember they debuted the DDT and they made a huge fucking big deal the, of that the DDT. Rec, the wrecking ball DDT. Yeah, and I said to you last week or the week before, whenever she debuted, I said they have to get rid of that move. She's going to kill someone, and she hasn't done it since. They did it one time uh, to Diana Perazzo on Raw that time. And she she's hasn't done it since. since. Never been seen she since. <laughs> yeah, like let's test it out. I mean, we're getting rid of her anyway. Who cares? Non-essential um, worker, you can take this move, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was. I was like, please don't give Nia. It was bad enough when Nia Jax had a leg drop, the manslaughter leg drop, as I called it. That was an accident waiting to happen. Uh, that DDT, I'm very happy, is gone. At least with the Samoan drop, you know, the person can obviously take a bump and. Only the back of Naya's neck and head is going to hit her. But I'm pretty sure she nearly landed someone on their head with a Samoan drop before. Yeah, I think she did too. Actually, if you look, no, she braces their head before dropping them now. So somebody has told her yeah. that the way she done it wasn't. Yeah, wasn't safe. I will give her. I will give her credit. The, the Samoan drop that she's chosen as a finisher now, whether it was her decision or someone telling her to do it, is an infinitely safer move than her leg drop of doom or the mm-hmm. the DDT from hell. Yeah. It, to her, is it just called a drop? <laughs> no, but like you look at Hogan for fucking decades dropping the leg as his finisher, and like you, you see that him. and you think, barely, like yeah. barely touch him because he got him under the bend of the knee yeah. across the head or the bend chest the or wherever knee. it was. But Jesus Christ, she drops her fucking ten ton ties across the neck <laughs> of, of poor Kyrie Sane or anyone of that of that size. <laughs> like that surely could be done for attempted murder in some states. There, w- there was some that people left out did you see the throw she did you know where she had her in that choke kind of thing and then she just deal. spun her around and she just kind of spun her out and threw her I was like yeah, how you cannot protect yourself on a fucking no. bump like that like you don't need to be a wrestler to see that you know what That's I mean I know. offensive move yeah. grab by hair and pull and twist and throw yeah uh, but she landed on her lower back her tailbone Normally when they do that, it's face first. You know, they grab them by the hair, they spin them around and they land face down so they can get their hands down and they don't pop their head off the ground. This was just hook. <laughs> I was like, best of luck, love. It's all on you now. Twirling, twirling yeah. towards injury. Twirling. <laughs> and I, I, I don't know where they're kind of building this because this is obviously a work. I don't think anyone could really dispute that there's an, a, a large element of work between this whole Nia Jackson and Ronda Rousey thing. Yeah. I think the the ultimate end goal is the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen. Um, possibly, I, the way I see it is that they're turning Ronda officially heel by having her say these things and kind of align herself with the the real sports of MMA versus the fake sports of WWE, which kind of makes sense because you know uh, Shane is a heel and the two other henchmen have been heelish when they were on NXT TV and if you look at Bailey's a face. Uh, well, she's not a face. She's a heel, Obviously I know, not. but I, she will Most be. Most of the other ones are ba- three of the four of them are heel as well. She will be. I think she will be. Charlotte's kind of a tweener. I don't think she's full heel. Sasha's probably the only heel out of the four. 
if you look at natural heels, then yeah. 100%. I would I'd say that. I think Bailey is a heel right now, but she's going to be faced when that feud happens. Probably. I think Charlotte what you do is, is people will woo her, so it's funny. Yeah. I think what you do is you have somehow get Nia into a position where she fights Becky for the title and Ronda costs Becky the title, handing it to Nia. Oh no, oh, I don't like that. Because it's the only it. way it's the only way you can get Ronda boot when she shows up. If there's a crowd. Remember there yeah. might not be a crowd yeah, when this true. happens, you know. The problem the with this is problem with this is you have as Fitz said three of the horse women are currently heels the one who's not there they're turning heel three of the WWE horse women are if, if you count the fact that Charlotte was the, with the whole you're a good hand thing to me she's trying to be a heel at the moment so three of the WWE horse women are heels Becky is kind of pissing off people online with the whole man thing going to the extreme it's gotten to a point where the fans may start to turn on her to be honest if 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 we're being honest and about it. Uh, and Naya is also a heel. So you have nine people involved in this. One of them is potentially slightly face out of nine. <laughs> it's that their whole women's division is heel. What we need is a bit of Alexa Bliss to come in and save the day. Oh, glitter, glitz, sparkle, bliss. <laughs> You're muted, Steve. <laughs> we can't hear you at all. <laughs> yeah, no, we we heard nothing. That's a that's yeah, a mighty fine background as designed. That's yes. a mighty good background noise in there. It's Kira yeah. making a lot of noise. Kira's making way too much noise. Or she, she's in the background there, her. realizing I, this as we you go. You should divorce her. Like divorce her, her right now. <laughs> ask her, her right now. <laughs> ask her her thoughts on the women's division. <laughs> ask her why she thinks that Sami Zayn is a horrible man. <laughs> Steve is looking okay, very I'm scared okay I'm back I'm uh, back you couldn't hear the fridge or any of that shit could you no uh, I heard a candle I don't know it was one of yours or what? no mine. no oh yeah it was one of yours oh she'd be on the wine oh she'd be making oh, wine she wouldn't be red wine drunk I'd, I'd murder yep. a fucking glass of wine right about now I'd murder any sort of alcohol right now but yeah, I won't. well oh uh, Reed versus Kira round one starts it off now Sammy Zane is a cunt Oh, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want that. He doesn't want Don't that do smoke. It. Don't do it to yourself. Um, she will yeah. cut a bitch. She will cut she a bitch. She will cut a bitch. Um, Nia Jax, yeah. Useless fuck. Just yeah. in summary. Also, how can you do that to the poor lovely Kyrie Sane? Yep. A lovely She's girl. That's it. She, don't, aren't they all lovely girls? Uh, well, they all have lovely bottoms. Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> what do we uh, think about Smackdown well, last week getting more ratings than Raw this week it's not a better bigger network it's always gotten better ratings for months but Raw is going down Smackdown is holding if not going up slightly Oh, well, apparently Vince on the call said he believes that's down to the fact they don't have Brock Lesnar as champion anymore but who's the biggest yeah. star in Smackdown and he has not been there for a, a month now you can't say his name did you hear that yeah the commentary team have been instructed to not mention Roman Reigns by name oh fuck Steve you mentioned his no. name oh sorry sorry I want to take you back three years ago or when we started Reigns. this podcast that's too obvious Roman or yeah. <laughs> the big no no Stevie Richards so imagine a time three years ago it found please return to smack <laughs> <laughs> and we need to make that meme uh, <laughs> three, three years ago Steve imagine uh, you're in a situation where I told you there's no crowds 
Uh, Raw's ratings are still plummeting, but I mean, that's obvious. But that the WWE commentary team would be instructed that they are not to mention Roman Reigns by name on commentary. He has been Chris Benoit at the moment, <laughs> temporarily. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Fucking hell, Fitz. Fucking hell. I was going to say he's been uh, reverse poochied. Because, you know, yeah, when Poochie's not on the screen, the commentators <laughs> should not say, where's Poochie? <laughs> uh, what was that one years ago we had that intro with Poochie? where there was a giant, it was like a giant match where there was a fucking Falls Count Anywhere with eight people or something, there was some brawl, probably a Survivor Series brawl. And they were, all they did was talk about Roman Reigns, that there's like 50 fights going on around the arena. Was like, oh yeah, when it was Roman the fighting the ring, there was a fight in the crowd, there was people fighting on the ramp the whole lot, it was like pretty yeah. much every, every yeah, Survivor Series match spilled into the arena basically. The yeah, Shield and the camera was on the ring, but there, no one was near Roman Reigns. They were like, well, what's going on with Roman Reigns? He's not even on screen. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, WWE 2K21 is cancelled. Mm-hmm. I said to you this in the chat. I think that this was the the, the, the kind of publishers of the game slash WWE taking advantage of a, of a pandemic situation because the last game sucked so bad. Yeah. For for everyone involved, speaking from a retailer point of view, we couldn't sell that shit. Mm-hmm. So uh, like, and that's a very had... good seller, a very yeah. very good seller, a guaranteed banker that game. You 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 yeah exactly like you said you you could be guaranteed to sell X amount of copies every year of that game based on reputation alone. And mm-hmm. Jesus, you know it's bad when you can't even fucking give it away fucking free with a console. But yeah. they, they you got to be worried. Like, what were they going to do this year to turn it around? Had shit not gone south. They don't know how to code the game. That's the that's actually yeah. the problem. They, they Ukes took over, left, and that was yeah, a big problem. After, yeah. after Ukes left, the team that took over from Ukes didn't know how to design the game because they didn't know how Ukes had done it for so long. Yeah. So basically, they're taking an extra year to learn how to fucking design the game that they've already released a copy of. Um, like do you reckon, I, what do you reckon if the pandemic didn't come across that they would have released the game this year? Oh no, no, there was too much backlash from last year. I this is just so. a good excuse. Um, they they need a year. They they need a year to rebrand this. Uh, they need yeah. a year for the stink of this one to wear off. Dude, imagine putting it. that game onto next gen consoles. Imagine yeah. how fucking shocking that could have yeah. been as a cross. I, you know these cross platform games that appear at the end of one cycle and the start of a yeah. new one. I can you imagine reckon, the scaling on that game could have been. I built. I reckon what you'll see is on your PS4 and your Xbox One when twenty twenty two comes out, you'll see a essentially 2k19 remaster and with updated roster on the ps3 or on the ps4 and the xbox one and basically at the moment they're only designing for next gen mm-hmm. is what i think legacy edition i believe something <laughs> legacy <laughs> legacy edition is what clever video game companies would call that uh, was, there was the rumors f- that 2k would be dropping the title or it would be taken off them and given to was it thq or some other publisher to be able to make the game a lot better is this an opportunity to kind of end that contract and uh do that now oh, do it do it. 2k is it. 2k is a huge brand you know only- especially in america with nba 2k that's a that's like fifa you know so like urkel uh, like urkel it, it's you know what they're like with their big brands they want they don't want to have i mean ideally give it to like uh, other companies but also give it to Nintendo they'd make it fun <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> let Nintendo publish it Man, all you need to do is slap a Nintendo logo all over and it sells out oh yeah yeah, yeah. that seal of quality um, 
like I said to you, this is the first one I've had every one of these games for whatever console I've owned since Warzone. From Warzone up till now, that's 1998 until now, My pretty much God. annual releases. I've had every one of them. Last couple of years, I've even thrown in free shit, free top tier content for WWE Supercard, the most mo- played mobile game that I play. Play it religiously every day. I didn't even bother getting it for that this year. I just, I'm like, no. All the all the previews of it, everything was just like, no, this is going to be a shit show. First one in 22 mm. years I haven't bought. I haven't. Was, was slightly actually, tempted at Christmas. Yeah. I haven't actually purchased one in a few years because I was getting codes for them. Yeah. Um, and I never even bothered asking for a 2K20 code. It's like, no interest. Just, I saw no. the, what was happening. 2K19, I thought was shite. It was free and then play day a couple of weeks ago. I was like, ah, you're good. Yeah. Thanks. Mostly, it's not even worth the storage space on the console. Like, yeah. No, it's not. It's, <laughs> it's just. Um, I watched, I will say, I did watch a walkthrough of the career on YouTube so I could see what the career was. The career looked fun. Mm. And that she had a proper one. It was a fairly linear storyline, but it was, they had a storyline in it. And it was. It was a pretty decent storyline, but just in general, I was like, no, nah, I'm not spending money on this. There's so. no point having a good story if the mechanics aren't working. Yeah. Oh, even the cutscenes. Like, there's one part, and uh, it's one of, one of the funniest ones ever. You're in a match against... There's a Peyton Royce right back there to start, which is an instant Steve has turned off the console. Boo! <laughs> uh, <laughs> but there's a part where I think she ends up getting up on the apron at one stage to hit it. Uh, it goes to a cutscene, and she steps up on the apron to hit some move on you or whatever. When it cuts back into the ring... A lot of people reported that she was still standing on the apron and there was another version of her in the ring. Oh <laughs> like I've seen double. Four Peyton Royces. Was Me that before or after a... surgery? Um, <laughs> she was no, 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 no. She was, she wasn't. Well, how, what was the weight situation like? She was a bit uh, hefty, hefty, hefty. It's uh, getting yeah. awful. It's sounding like the Wrestling Observer radio on here. Um <laughs> Okay, Alvarez. but me and Gordo had uh, me and Gordo had a DM going on the week end of the release on Slack of all the glitch, the, all the gifts that were showing up on Twitter of the two K twenty glitches. I was in stitches at work. Oh, that was an amazing time to be alive. Amazing. Um, I felt more vindicated for not buying it with everyone that was sent back and forth. Mm-hmm. That went on for a week, I'd say. Um, oh the one with Rhonda where she shook the ropes as part of an animation and then all the ropes started shaking and the ring posts were coming off the ring and ah it was just fucking amazing um, and not to mention the whole hair floating above people's heads during mm-hmm. entrances oh, yeah. uh, the weird scary Becky melty face oh uh, the melty Becky yeah yeah and like with every the first like three patches they released fixed one or two things and broke seven or eight more it was Beautiful. Anyway. The John call to the Florida government or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> you mean Sean? Hello, this is John. Yes, <laughs> it's John. Um, the best part of all that was someone who had put in the replies, Cody, when he was dashing Cody Rhodes. The mustache was like, hello, this is John. <laughs> it's amazing. I fucking laughed my ass off. But yeah, apparently uh, an employee, so not a wrestler then. You know, get it? Get it? Contractor. Contractor. Um, but yeah, so an employee of WWE <laughs> rang in to the. It was a public forum thingy with the governor of Florida saying that um, they're afraid to go to HR because they'll be fired and that they're, you know, they're at risk and they want them to shut the TV tapings down. Essentially, no, there'll be no re- repercussions if you don't go. 
just won't reference you at all ever on TV. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, fine if you're an employee because you're not getting referenced on TV anyway. So. Okay, look, Roman, when he comes back, will be fine, okay? Say you are Tucker and you're Tucky. upset. Tucker. You want to you wanna make a complaint. They're going to write you out of history and you're not coming back. <laughs> Sorry. They can talk all the shit they want. Otis and Mandy will win the tag titles. <laughs> yeah, Otis and Mandy. Um that's bullshit I mean if you don't want to work I'm sure they're like I mean Kevin Owens hasn't been there Rollins has only been there once you know there's a lot of people that aren't there so maybe it's just the top guys like KO and those that are fine everyone else I don't know just don't say know you, just, if, if you don't want to go just say you're, you're showing symptoms yeah yep pull, exactly. pull, a, pull a sickie mm. yeah we all done it from school I'm sure no yeah, never true Ah, COVID, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what kind of hit me like a bolt of lightning yesterday was? Do you know the way the WWE COVID? announced? Oh God, no! Jeez, that hit me about uh, four <laughs> weeks ago. Nick, was it? Yeah, yeah about that. Um, so, do you know the way WWE kind of confirmed that they're doing kind of the staggered taping schedule over the next whatever six weeks or so in the in the PC of recording a Raw for this week and next week and SmackDown, whatever, so forth and so forth. How does that figure into in and around May 9th? You know, I'm wondering, are they kind of doing this to free up an extended period of time in the PC that, you know, other companies might be able to use the PC for certain sporting-related activities? Certain ultimate fighting? Do you reckon you can show another four sides on that ring there, lads? (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm curious, though, because, like, if you're recording, if, like, uh, Raw on, say, what, May 11th, if that's one of the recorded Raws, you know, you could easily have an octagon in there on May 9th and have it gone by Monday or the Tuesday afterwards. So you're, you're set up for NXT or SmackDown or whatever the, the next event that they're hosting is. Like, this could legitimately be a thing. Yep. Um, the, the during the week. The great Dana White. <laughs> um, when during the week they said, because uh, Ariel Hadwani had tweeted and he said uh, that the next three UFC events are cancelled and then followed up straight away. But like, Wait, no, no. Actually, they're not actually cancelled. They're just not going to be in the cities that we mentioned. So I'm convinced that you're going to get UFC in the performance center. UFC PC. Things have opened up though. now as well, though. So like, oh, there's, true, there's more yeah. options now. So plus, don't yeah. forget Fight Island. Fight Island yes. is real. Mm-hmm. Shadow but, Realm. Like I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tune in. I'm going to watch that UFC on May 9th. I don't care who's fighting on it. It could be the best stack card ever. It could be a card yeah. of nobodies. I'm going to watch that because I'm curious to see how this fucking goes down. Yeah. yeah. And I want Vince McMahon in the crowd. Just leave him in the PC there. <laughs> Just watch it. That's tremendous. That's <laughs> tremendous. Oh, they, have to have, they have to have Mr. McBossman there as well, though, at the opposite <laughs> side. <laughs> I'm Vince McMahon, damn it, let's hear it! Like no one to cut around to the different celebrities that are in the crowd. You just have Vince on <laughs> and then it cuts straight to the puppet. <laughs> what the what's rambling rather doing in the ultimate fighting zone? <laughs> and you just and you still have Dexter Loomis just lurking in the background. <laughs> yeah. Ah, that's as good a segue as we're gonna get. Um NXT. Strange main event. So they had advertised Balor against Dream. Um and Balor wasn't there at all, apparently, was the story. So they did a backstage angle that something had happened to him. Um, and then Dexter Loomis shows up as Dream's partner in the main event. Well, it was supposed First to be Keith Lee, but Keith Lee gets taken out. And then yeah, Loomis. Keith Lee's taken out by Loomis Damian Priest. Loomis shows up and just stands on the apron and apparently is part mm-hmm. of the match. 
There was less yeah. tag team rules in this than there is in AEW, but I still loved it. <laughs> can I, UFC can I, just can got an. Is that what you're going with? Exactly. Can I take back my? I don't care what the card is. Mm-hmm. So the the official card for May 9th pay per view. No official con- destination yet for it. Headline: Ferguson versus Gotcha. Uh, yes. Kajudo versus Cruz. Kajudo, I like it. <laughs> oh, the bell is attendance. Uh, Inganu Rosenstrike. Oh, oh, oh! Big meaty men slapping me. <laughs> I was going to say big meaty men slapping me. Uh, I don't know oh, these guys. The big E, the big E derby. Uh, Stevens versus Qatar. Don't know that guy. That's Jeremy uh, Stevens, I'd imagine. One I want to see probably out of all of this fight, Cowboy Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. I'm going to be slapping his meat in a minute. I would be the absolute first to say I don't know much about UFC fighters oh. other than kind of what you hear in mainstream media. But I've seen Cowboy and Pettis in different fights. Them two are going to put on a classic. Oh. Showtime and Cowboy. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, so, yeah, I, I'm definitely watching that pay per view now. now. The interesting thing, Jordan just said it's in Jacksonville. So is it at the South Park Stadium? The Daly's place. (laughs) Um, He said he designed it after it. Did AEW win the Performance Center Wars? The great Tony (laughs) Khan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, lads, I cannot wait. I just can't wait to have sport back. Yeah. Oh no, it's going to be in the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena in Jacksonville, Florida. No fans that allowed. That doesn't sound like full style. <laughs> you see somebody you see somebody getting beaten and then you see the car pulling up outside to Ooh. fucking try and kidnap them. Rian has safe. corrected me. I need to go back to something before we go back to NXT. Corey Graves and Carmella on their Twitter video. (laughs) The look of fear and desperation in that man's eyes. Steve, as a a man in a relationship with his uh, dearly loved partner in the room with him, could you ever imagine saying something so stupid as what Corey Graves said on that video? Only if I was clearly being a dick, just for the laugh. But he was deadly serious. He was on about uh, how, yeah, so they're, what was it? They were, because they're pandas in captivity under lockdown and and, you know, sometimes pandas struggle to mate under those circumstances, and he feels that way. And he kept going, and it was, dig up, damn it, that was the intro. Dig, dig up, up, stupid. Dig up, stupid. Damn it. <laughs> this is what happens when I'm on Do it in post. Do it in post. Do it in post. I mean, that was the intro. Yes, Steve. Yes, yes. I, I mentioned it in my intro. You would have heard 114 minutes ago. <laughs> an hour and 14 minutes ago. If there ever was an advert for Blue Chew, that was it. Uh, <laughs> Are Blue Chew oh. not sponsoring his state propaganda podcast, no? Oh, yes, God. They don't. Knows. No. No. I listened to oh. it this week. Any good? Basically, it was, talk, it was what Triple H was all about. Basically, the whole mania situation and working things from behind closed doors and how they did the boneyard match all that sort of stuff. It's decent now, listen actually. Andrew also, yeah, he didn't mention haircut. Trips did mention that he reckons mania might stay two days. Nope. Or he would like it to stay two days. It's been unofficially confirmed that it'll be one night tomorrow or one night next year. Get fucked with your two nights. No, Steve, one night. you're, on. I'm, you're on. I'm all for I'm all for a two nighter with Zoom calls again. 
<laughs> I'm on board with it. I'm on board See, with the, that for night two this year. The problem was I didn't realize it until this year, right? That the the Hall of Fame was supposed to be the Thursday night. SmackDown is Friday, NXT Saturday, Mania Sunday. I no, forgot Monday. the SmackDown moving you wrong Monday. I've got SmackDown moving to Friday since last Mania was really throwing a spanner into the works because obviously you had SmackDown previously Tuesday and then you had the Friday and the Saturday night to work with the Hall of Fame and NXT. So I think with a full schedule and no pandemic or any other issues around, I don't know how you can have Mania over two nights without really fucking up the schedule. Mm-hmm. NXT is held a different week. It takes uh, it away from it though. I Unless you do NXT. it on like a, NXT on the Wednesday night is a takeover. NXT the Wednesday night takeover. Nah. Takeovers. The start is Wednesdays. The start is Wednesdays. I knew it was midweek anyway. I knew that one. I know, but that's what they started as. And what they've become is better than any pay per view that's on that weekend. It yeah, used but, to be the Saturday night. It's perfect. See, I see. I would agree with you. If, it's if you not could have, wrestling. If you could have a mania that's even five hours long, including pre show or whatever you want to call it, I think mm. that's acceptable. But in the realms of 2020 or 2021 WrestleMania, with the even the, the tri, slightly trimmed down roster that they have, you're still going to be talking a seven to eight hour show because they have, excuse me, they have to get the people on the card. Gotta get your shit in, pal. Exactly. Ten minute matches, ten minute matches. Yeah, ten but the, the problem is worked on matches, Raw. The matches are ten minutes, but it's the fucking long entrances because the runway is sixty-eight meters long. <laughs> it's the seventeen thousand video packages that they show. It's, it's everything. Clay telling us to call our mothers. <laughs> it's all of the added shit that they throw in is is the, the absolute killer. It's, it's and like what it's really kind of daddy of them all. Oh, the beef. Don't, don't you start me, Nikolai. Showcase of the immortals. But what struck me with watching Wrestle Kingdom for the first time maybe three years ago with you guys was how straight to the point New Japan is when they have their big shows, whether it's uh, Wrestle Kingdom or De- Dominion. Uh, Dominion. Exactly. It's, they, they very rarely do video packages. They don't really kind of do long, overly elaborate entrances. Everything is straight to the point. You You have your match, you leave. You have your match, you leave. And that's what's most enjoyable about it. There's no bullshit. One ends, another one begins. Whereas in WWE, one ends, you have a five-minute recap video, you have a five-minute build-up video for the next match. You have Tyler an overly Rex shows long... up in a segment with Flo Rida. <laughs> no, no, no. It no. happened. Although, I, I must say, I'm actually... Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of rescinding my fandom of him. <gasps> Why? He's, um... Yeah. There's... Did he come out as a Nazi? Um, no, Did but he... he uh... fixed underage kids? No, he came out as a uh, allegedly, as a, allegedly, allegedly, yeah, allegedly, very much allegedly. He, um, yeah, he basically he doesn't believe in the COVID, and he's one of these liberate this ah, stage we read that. And I'm like, ah, dude, come on. I was a fan, but you're a fucking retard. He's Novak Djokovic, okay. Yeah, he's 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 Jim O'Doherty. Um, oh, on 5G. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh boy, Jim O'Doherty yeah. and John Walters. Oh boy. Yeah, so um, yeah, that, that's one for on, the T-shirt. On the on the on the verge of rescinding the fandom of Mr. T Rex, but uh, yeah, no, you're right though about Mania. It's it's too much. All the filler in there, just the padding, it kills the crowd. Yeah, I see. It's time for Bella Brains. Mickey put some lemon meringue pie into the face of her boyfriend. 
Oh, oh my god. Oh my god, I can't believe she did that. Yas Queen. Yas Queening all over the place. That's the that's this week's update. Not much going on in Bella Brains this time. Not much. Well they're at home, they can't, you know, go to places that they go to to hang vineyards, around and lots of vineyards you know, and lunch and brunch and they probably invented another meal between lunch and brunch. <laughs> Lunch. Yeah. I don't know. yeah there's not much going on but anyway Dexter Loomis it showed up with Velveteen Dream and uh, yeah I enjoy. I really enjoyed the um, the Drake Maverick match Yeah, I thought it was a nice little story they did there you you, um, you really shot yourself with that uh, oh that move finish. I love it Lo- yeah. I love it uh, why can't I think of his fucking name Jake, Jake Atlas, Atlas. Um, so he does a cartwheel on the top rope and lands it as a DDT so fucking cool um, but they did a thing afterwards and it was very much the South Park episode of uh, the South Park episode with wrestling you know with the very dramatic stuff but we'll see uh, Jake how it forms in the second act yes exactly yeah <laughs> he is a decent wrestler um, so Jake Atlas catches up with Drake Maverick in the in the parking lot and he yeah he's a new guy you know so he didn't get his timing right or he was kind of forgetting some of his lines or whatever but um it was good it was about his uh, how his dad had left him as a kid and that they both belonged there and all that it was cool it was superly over the top dramatic and I really thought it was superb South Park wrestling mister there's a girl down there who's had 14 abortions this month <laughs> he took your dog <laughs> took, took my dog, dog. <laughs> I, I'm not, not going to lie I, I thought the finish was okay I, I, didn't, I don't see the hype towards it you because, like it's an overly elaborate, unnecessary kind of finish. I get the fact the that cartwheel gives extra momentum. Fits. I don't think you understood. Yeah. Like the I velocity can't... and the g-force of the headlock that he got him someone, in first. You know, someone I... won a match with a DDT in 2020. <laughs> true, yeah. That wasn't Alexa Bliss. Yeah, like, that's true. Like I, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I, I get the fact that you know it, it was a spectacle. We hadn't seen it before, but. It just seems unnecessary. I, I, I don't like moves that are just like, why are you doing that when you could do something else just as impactful more directly? Are you saying it's very extra? Yes. So extra. Yes. So extra. That, that's exactly it. Um, I don't care. It was. I, I enjoyed everything else. Like I said to Nick, I really enjoyed both uh, Wednesday night shows this week. I thought it was probably the best that both have put on in in a while we got world, the best of both no worlds. no that's not what I'm saying I'm pretty, oh god that's <laughs> here tonight and we have just decided our worst song of all time <laughs> uh, we're not afraid to dream the original. we're not afraid to dream big fits that's what we think it can achieve we're afraid to bring the fight Oh, it was so good. They have the part where AJ is getting psyched up and they're psyched up. Psyched up. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and it's like, let's go. And then it's like their voices totally change because the voiceover actors just do it. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, I haven't seen AW yet. Fitz has left on on a singing best of world. He's disgusted and he left. Um, I I haven't seen AW, but I really enjoyed NXT this week. um, dinner with the Garganos was fun. Hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, that was very good. Did it need? Did it need the L N W O black and white shaky filter on it for half of it? Though? Oh yeah, but that's when they started the heel promo. 
Yeah. Like all of us yeah. could have been mistaken for fairy safe place, but no, 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 we're no. bastard people now. And Candace has purple and blonde hair now, so you know she means business, and her lipstick is black now. Also, what a woman! Ooh, what a woman and what a man. Anyway, um, that was Thanks. good. I think um, on both shows, what they need to keep, if anything comes from this no crowd era of COVID wrestling, Dexter vignettes Lewis. need to come back. Next, also Dexter Lumis, but. Uh, Vignettes and character building promos. I think and NXT did it really well. This, yeah. like before before all of the tournament matches, they introduced all, everyone in the tournament, kind of gave them proper promos so you knew who they were. Cause a lot of people mightn't have heard of most of them before. I think they did a really well jo- good job this week in NXT with that. As much Even, as I, I um, would agree, I would agree with Nick there on that. Is but what I liked of, of AEW and is one of the big criticisms we've had since their inception the with their lack of. Well, not even that, but it was just the lack of character development and, tr- and introduction of to who the characters are and why you should give a fuck about them. The Scorpio Sky one was fantastic. This was really yeah, yep. very good. And I plan on watching it in the morning. It's, it's one of the guys that they've really put over, but we probably haven't got a reason to kind of believe the hype. But if you watch this, you would actually believe the hype of why he is where he is, why we should give a fuck about him. Uh, class. Really, really enjoyed it. Yep, and you had the one with Jack Gallagher about his weird, definitely fake tattoos that he has. <laughs> There's no way they're real. I'm not. No. There's no way I, they're real. I'm not feeling Jack Gallagher at all. Not not a fan. Um, don't like this I, at all. I, I don't like those tattoos. He looks terrible. No. He did. Uh, please God. What about his lovely fake. red cloak? He's a Conor yeah. McGregor <laughs> wannabe. Yeah. Give me a belt. And then you had that last uh, last week with the promo for El Hijo del Fantasma. Who will be known as Phantasma the second he shows up on the Fanta. main roster, as we know. Fanta, even, yeah. Son of the guts. Uh, let's go with yep. the English version. It definitely flows off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, that's King Cuerno, I believe, from uh, Lucha Underground. Yeah. So I-, I love his suicide dive. It's oh. crazy. It was a it's better than Samoa one. Joe's. It's better yeah. than Samoa Joe's one, I think. And Samoa Joe's, I always thought, was the best. Yeah, because that was like an arrow, yeah. I, 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 it's him and Darby Allen for two, for the, my two favorites at the moment for oh, suicide yeah, dives. Because Darby's just leaving the suicide dive. He's literally just catch me, fucker. <laughs> Depending on the size of his opponent, it's either going to kill you or a mild. It'll be a mild inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah um, NXT. I thought it was great this this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW. Uh, Wardlow I was impressed with he's still obviously a little bit green Very but um, they're working to his strengths um, obviously a little bit green or whatever um, MJF's rat's house that oh, was fucking that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> so he has a life threatening injury which is a hangnail uh, thoughts and prayers for MJF Ripsky no Ripsky. you hit the nail on the head Wardlow I was very impressed with him you know as a big guy you can often overdo it and you kind of seen how especially in AEW how they've shat the bed with the big guy with Jake Hager last week with the last man standing match or MG Arena match or whatever kind of version or name they put on it that was that fell flat in his face but if you've got a big guy don't overdo it give him three or four powerful impactful moves let him keep doing it and let him kill somebody that's exactly what he needs to do not the Jax version no no (laughs) the worked version (laughs) Uh, I have to play it. We meant to do it earlier. Big meaty man slapping me. Need to get that out there. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, your Cody's promo kind of opening the show was quite good. Um, the hype for the tournament and Come. how he believes he's going to do. Oh, hello. Fits again. Fits. Fits. I'm back. Okay, there you go. I felt Cody's promo was a bit overkill. Oh, definitely, but it was fun. The intro. Yeah. 
yeah. really enjoyed it. It was really overly dramatic, but um, it was different. Yeah. I guess so. Um, Chris Jericho on commentary is fucking hilarious. Now, I should note, this is the first time I've watched AEW in full in 2020. (laughs) I I, I was done with them after that whole Dark Order nonsense. Yeah. It's the first time I've watched it live in probably since November. And then it's the first time I've watched the whole show in full in coming into, what are we now, four months? (laughs) Jericho and Shiavone have great chemistry. Shiavone. Um, yeah um, what else Fitz you're a captain AW let me let you drive the ship here anything in particular um, the, what you liked I, I'm intrigued and you kind of touched on it as well of the, the, the future anger we're going to experience next week when Brody Lee goes one on one with Marco Stunt and we uh, will see the Twitter reaction and the, the anger and the uh, yeah Debate that war. we had over the murder of a pure indefensible little man. Yep. Yeah, that girl who lost her life over the fact that Lance Archer uh, beat up Marco Stunt. She's facing Brody Lee next week, so that's. Oh, be he gonna get it. Something I, something I did want to bring up. Uh, even the shit stain himself was talking about it. A lot of people are talking about it. Kenny Omega having a competitive match with a jobber. Didn't like that. Yeah. Now, they, they, to be fair, Jericho put this over very well in the commentary. He covered up a lot of the cracks. He said that, you know, Jer- or Omega took him lightly. He wanted to give him a good showing. And he was getting fed up and he was taking his eye off the ball. But when he got serious, he got serious and killed him with uh, two V-triggers. He covered it up very well, but I completely agree. This shouldn't have lasted longer than three minutes. Fuck it. No. On BTE this week, our Matt Hardy introduced the rules of a squash match and what a jobber's role is. They should have just followed those rules. Um, a big thing that people were pissed off was that the jobber kicked out of the V-trigger. What? Yeah. The V-trigger. <laughs> kicked out of the V-trigger. V-trigger, the V-trigger. yeah. Not the the first one we did. Like. Well, he kicked yeah. out of the first one. The second one was absolute yeah. murder. Yeah, he killed him dead with the second one. I think the guy might legitimately be in a local medical facility with the second one. But, now, um, the one kind of It's not his I would, finisher, I would say, but... Exactly. Well, the one caveat I would say is if this other person is going to stay in AW and potentially have somewhat of a career there, this could be good for him, but it's unlikely because, you know, they're, they were tapping in local talent they to fill the shows while they were recordings. Didn't even know what his name was. They got it wrong multiple times, so that's not probably a good sign. But that was kayfabe as well, though. That was part of the Shiavance Jericho storyline, that they kind of got the names wrong and they were playing up and hamming up the jobber aspect of it whether accidentally or on purpose we don't really know but it came across quite well on commentary to be fair what happened last week Jericho got uh, a jobber's name every time he said his name he'd say a different surname yeah that's Jericho and being a dick on commentary which is yeah. highly entertaining I'm still yeah. yeah I don't know how I feel about Omega having a competitive match I might skip that and it, it kind of it, it's not the first time it's happened either he had that almost t- 20 minute draw with Trent last week where it probably should have ended a little earlier and a little bit more comprehensively with Omega winning if Omega is to be believed as being yeah. one of the best wrestlers in the world didn't he struggle Fair. with Sabian as well to a degree I think as well like, I know he's trying to put over talent to a degree which is understandable he's but, the name but if you're going to do that you need to kind of put the character work in along with it you know have him backstage being a little bit passive of of people you know have him being lazy or slobbish in in certain aspects of his character as well but you can't have him be a tag champion as he is and having a six-star match with hangman versus the bucks and then have him 
kind of have a competitive match with jobbers it it doesn't really compute and that was probably one of the only downsides of AEW I would have had this week yeah go go all in on the hokey shit with Nakazawa and how that's taken his eye off the ball and that's why he's having to have these competitive matches or have him be all business he's the tag champion he's having these exactly five, six star matches if he, he, if, he, yeah. if he wasn't tag champion if he wasn't having those matches with hangman and the buck i'd say fair enough this leads into the whole character as to why he hasn't been the guy so far and he could have the redemption story from it but because he's the tag champ now you're almost looking at two versions of kenny omega within AEW, one where he's a, a tag team partner and one where he's a singles character and they're not explaining why one is successful and one is having unconvincing matches with people he should be dominating with my parting gift because I'm going to go get food in a minute essentially what you're saying is Kenny Omega wants to have the best of both worlds oh would you get fucked (laughs) (laughs) but uh, yeah I'm going to bow out because I need to get food because I'm starting work in 50 minutes so uh, go on gents get emotional chat to you soon see you later bye bye one thing I would say though of uh, AEW this week that I really did like was the um Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara match. I thought that was quite good. I enjoy watching those two have a fight. Was it Evolution? No. Revolution. They had a very good match on that show, and this was kind of along the same lines. There were some moments where you're like, oh my god, they're actually going to murder each other or themselves in this match. I'm Like you said, Steve, in the chat, I'm hooked on Darby Allen. He's got something about him that makes me want to tune in every week even i fucking watched a a shot of brandy on the bte or aew youtube channel granted you know it's got brandy Rhodes, so infinitely you, you've got to strike against it right there but darby <laughs> you, 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 you get the the character behind darby allen you know why he's straight edge things he does what he's done in his life fuck i didn't even know he did a year in culinary school like shit like that just kind of like fuck that's that's pretty cool actually um he lived homeless for a year and he enjoyed that because you know gave him some realization of life little things about his whole character it's kind of like a young jeff hardy not just because he's a bit of a daredevil he wears face paint or whatever but there's a mystique about him there's something that he does in the ring that kind of is different than everybody else and you want to see more of it yep it's a cool look and he doesn't care if he dies it's always a good start for a wrestler, I find, to make yeah. these cool guys. But yeah, I can't get enough of him. I think he's great. Um, the, the other thing I didn't like of AEW this week was the build-up to the whole Dustin Rhodes threatening to retire if he didn't win against um, Kip Sabian. You know, seemed a bit last minute, didn't it? Very yeah. last minute and over the top. You know, a retirement angle or a threatment of retirement should have a longer play out. It shouldn't be just something you throw in a few days before the show to try build a hype to a main event you know you could easily kind of re- do it another way and play up the angle of a young kid versus a veteran and you know you don't know your role kid and all this sort of stuff but it just it felt like that's a one shot move that you can't do again and it could have been saved for a much bigger feud and drawn out over a longer period of time and it would have been much more believable and more enjoyable unless you do it like the flair thing where next match I lose I retire thing hmm Maybe, but like I know he's fifty-one, and that's obviously a fair old age to be professional wrestling at at, at the regular on. But it's just after forming a new tag team, the Nightmare Collective. No, what's it called? Family. It is the Nightmare Collective. Uh, with uh, oh, Nightmare Q- Family, Marshall. with QT Marshall, is it? Yep. 
No, Nightmare Family. The Nightmare Collective was the death oh, straw, the Jesus fucking Christ. brandy Night- and all that. I'm yeah. having nightmares of the Nightmare Collective. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like, he's just out forming a new tag team. He's, he's self admittedly that he's in the best physical shape of his career. It doesn't seem like he would be retiring anytime soon, especially as he's re- recently joined the company. He's got so much offered to the younger guys there. So, it it didn't in any way seem believable that this was true. Uh, and especially for the first round of a tournament you know if you said something if it was the final of the tournament and he'd built this story over a few weeks that you know I need this tournament if I don't win this tournament I'm out I'm done this is my last chance you know that could be built up to a, a plausible story and they might run with that but I don't know it just seems weird I, I didn't like I guess that. they needed they're, they're on a skeleton crew so I guess they needed some hook for the show because um, AEW ha- or NXT had beaten them the last two weeks in the ratings and stuff so maybe mm. they were like uh, maybe we got we got to try something here and you redo the audio or whatever um, but yeah yeah both good shows I thought this week yep. um, but AEW is we'll s- back yeah AEW uh, 731 NXT 665 mm. um, so it, that makes AEW 24-6 over NXT uh, our score is currently AEW 13 NXT 16 Uh so where are you voting this week boys I'm going to go NXT I prefer the overall to AEW I liked AEW this week too but I, admittedly I wasn't paying full attention to AEW because I was doing other things while I was watching it but I really enjoyed NXT so I'm going to go that way I, I, I think AEW kind of had regained some of the form that they'd lost over the last couple of weeks um, mm. the bubbly bunch vignettes with uh, Chris Jericho are some of the best things I've ever seen on, on wrestling in the last few years um, the the flim flam dance that wasn't in any way associated with TikTok I thought was class Jericho on commentary with Chiavone was amazing all the way through uh, some of the matches uh, were, was fantastic as well I, I enjoyed the storytelling mostly out of AEW and the vignette for Scorpio Sky was quite good uh, on the other side AEW or in NXT I didn't like the bait and switch that they pulled with Finn Balor him getting attacked before the show when they'd advertised I was really really wanted that match yeah. <laughs> I was raging yeah and especially <laughs> since last week it looked like they've pivoted away from Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream which had obviously lined up for some form of takeover whether it was Mania or whether it was post Mania we we're not too sure what the way the light of land worked out uh, but they looked like they'd pivoted away and were like okay we'll defer that until we know when we can deliver it and instead we're going to give a couple of weeks between Balor and Velveteen Dream and straight away they took that away and brought it back to, to Adam Cole again this week I didn't really enjoy that because it's just like what are we supposed to be enjoying here I, I, I thought that kind of took away from the show uh, match quality on and, and NXT was quite good I really enjoyed the, the Johnny Gargano Candice uh, vignette I, I enjoyed that more than the Champa Gargano match from the previous week. That that was that's something that came out actually in the podcast as well, which uh, Corey Graves trips did. That was actually filmed before all the other cinematic things. That was filmed like two weeks before that. Okay, makes sense like actually. First you, one, yeah. When you tie it all in, like the, the the filming of it and all that, I I I've no faults with that, but it was just that match we'd seen so many times that match needed a crowd as a blow off because you needed the reactions you needed the oohs and the ahs and the the the, the, the 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 two guys reacting to the crowd and who was going to be the face who was going to be the heel and get the shock value of it all it just didn't work but I enjoyed the video the video package was great 
I'm looking forward to seeing what Johnny and Candace do now in their new heel personas. Um, honestly, I'd, I'd actually give it a tie this week between the two. I don't think I could pick one over the other. Tie. I, kind of, I know that goes against <laughs> our own rules and philosophies, but um, both had pros, both had cons. I really enjoyed both, though. I, I hope that they can continue this trend. Um, yeah, um, I'll go NXT just, like just. Um because yeah I just preferred it. I deferred the show really more than anything else Does not, I don't have a big diatribe for it but just preferred NXT this week really um, I'm not as big on the Jericho um, bubbly bunch thing what? thought the first one was pretty good didn't really I don't know it was just a bit too cheesy or something I liked the actual TikTok part was funny but the stuff before it I was like uh, I don't know it didn't hit for me and I'm the biggest Jericho fan on the earth so it's nothing personal uh, it just didn't hit as well for me I don't know why next week maybe we'll see um, I don't know I don't know what's there left to talk about um, Raw what happened on Raw this week it was so long ago I can't remember I have the, the results here and stuff so we can maybe work from there basically yeah it's Drew McIntyre versus um, Zelina Vega and Zelina oh, Vega should Gordo, be on commentary at all times Gordo's not here but we need to take a moment to talk about Angel Garza's music change oh, oh what the fuck devastated for him it's because he's a heel and they don't want people liking the heel's music it happened to Nakamura too and they made that terrible terrible rap version terrible Angel Garza's music was great like like, yeah. Fair enough, he's a heel. 100% get that. But he's like, a he's cheesy like, kind of that smarmy heel, and that suited it. He's the Eddie Guerrero heel. And like mm-hmm. I, I wasn't really around watching wrestling when Eddie Guerrero was very popular, so I, I'll admit that I don't know too much about him. But it, from what I could see, his biggest draw was the fact that he was charming, he was sleazy, he was... You didn't want to hate him, but you did kind of a thing. And with Angel Garza, when, even with his flirtation backstage with Chuck... Everything about that is just like, oh, you little fucker, but I kind of like you. That sort of that sort of angle, I like it. Why would you change his music when people like it? I just don't get it. Mm. Unless it was copyright issues or something, because obviously he'd come up from NXT very quickly. <laughs> I don't know whether there was issues there around kind of licensing or whatever with um, it could have just whoever been free, produced it. Free open source thing and they just wanted their own one. I, I don't know where what story was with it exactly yeah, yeah I completely yeah, agree but I'm sure it's a CFOs I'm sure CFOs were, had made hundreds of loop tracks that they left for them and that they had signed over to WWE I think genuinely it's just changed because people loved it and they didn't want people liking anything about the heel I guess uh, I but, then, but then why are you putting them with Zelina Vega and her wonderful wonderful comment that you know everybody prefers a woman on top Oh, that was very yeah. funny. And, they had to, and then it was like something said, not good. <laughs> um, uh, to be fair, like, I, it's it's weird. Twice in a, I think it's two weeks in a row now that they've had Zelina Vega commenting on a match involving her husband. Yeah, it's weird. At least they had some sort of an interaction with them this week. Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for Byron Saxon because it's got to be him to ask. Selena, so what's your experience with uh, Alistair Cole or Alistair Black? You know, how how have you found found him in the past? What's his strengths or weaknesses that you can see as a manager of his uh, his opponent? I I need to see that. I need to hear that just to see what their reaction would be. Yep. Um, Apollo Cruz beat MVP to move on to. So basically, Apollo Cruz got through, uh, Alistair Black got through, and Rey Mysterio got through to the 
rooftop money in the b- money in the bank contract, contract ladder, ladder match, the match the corporate ladder match. the crime the corporate ladder after firing a lot of people I thought was an interesting Man. choice of words Apollo Cruz must be one of the luckiest guys in that company because if he did not get this push from Paul Heyman right now he would definitely be one of the guys out the door oh yeah 100% definitely like timing um, is everything and he's hit the jackpot with this yeah so they're doing and I believe it's already recorded as well because the pictures have yep. come out uh, ladder match diehard style where they're going to fight from the basement or from the first floor up to the top of Titan Towers and the ladder match the money in the bank contract ladder opportunity match I don't know what they call it briefcase uh, not, briefcase. Briefcase. not briefcase not briefcase not briefcase crucially not briefcase um, is yeah hanging from a helicopter or something I don't know <laughs> whatever the fuck they do um, yeah so that should be fun be something new the cinematic, cinematic matches have always been good so I'm really looking forward to that I think it could be real good two of them though I don't I, I feel like one will be good and the other will be overkill mm. with two well you've got because it's already pre-recorded and because you've got the fact that it's recorded in an office block you've effectively got the opportunity to create two different matches whereas before I would completely agree anytime you've got duplication of match styles on a pay-per-view they can be very samey but because of the fact that they've kind of dabbled their toes in the cinematic experience now with Wrestlemania and uh, the last man standing match there, there's something new about this that they could create something fantastic what if both of them are happening at the same time they technically were when they were recorded according to Sean Rastat mm-hmm. um, but what if that's the presentation that again, both both of the contracts are hanging above the ring, that's and both matches new. happen at the same time. I'd fucking love that. I'm okay with hilarious. It. I'm not gonna like you'd see you see Becky Lynch beating up somebody in a hallway, and then in, out of the corner of your eye, you see Alistair Black hitting a black mass on some lad down the hall. You know that sort of stuff. It could be great. Um, they have it could be a mess also. But whose office are they going to destroy? Well, they better not touch Vince's T-Rex mouth thing because that could, that could be in trouble. Um, oh, yeah, they're going to fuck this whole office up. Something fierce. Well, they are moving to a new office block soon. Well, not anymore. Deferred to next year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Alf lie. has been deferred. I'm hooked. I, I want to see this. And it's not very yeah. often... To be fair, they got me with WrestleMania as well with the, the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse match. Those two hooked me for WrestleMania more than anything else. This has hooked me as well. So... We, get, we can criticize them all we want for, you know, running unsafe shows in, a, in quotation brackets or, you know, the fact that they're continuing to run live shows weekly. But when they put on original content, people will want to see it, no matter what we say. And that's something that they'll always be able to do when they want to do it. It's just that they don't... Rian, do has, Rian has an amazing idea. Um, imagine through the entire pay-per-view we have R-Truth climbing through the vents after winning the belt back <laughs> chopping in on random offices that could be brilliant uh, R-Truth being the John McLean of the piece could be uh, they, they have to finish do the, diehard finish references finish that here. comment nah <laughs> <laughs> he, get, he lost he lost the run of himself towards the end there he knows it um, yeah. but yeah um yeah, I think that could be. They, should, they have to have diehard references in here. Like someone has, someone's going to say Yippie Kaye or something. No, I'm okay with that. Like, may, like because you're going cinematic, you open up a whole new universe of what you're allowed to do and what you can do. And like mm-hmm. you said, because they're fighting their way through an office block to get to the roof, it's riddled with movie quotations, movie scenes, movie quotes. 
and they would be a fool not to do it. They should have somebody getting tied to a chair and sent down in the elevator and a sign on it going you can't say ho 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 so you can say ha 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 now I have a steel chair you can't say briefcase it's like ha 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 now I have a steel chair or something like that be perfect that sort of stuff go with it Roy with make it as cheesy as you can it'll get people in like that's that's the thing with this like I don't know what are how many matches they're going to run on this pay-per-view card but like these should absolutely be the the front and center of the show yeah, I'm really looking forward to them. They sh- they should be good. I'd like to see them both happening at the same time. It could just be interesting what's happening all <laughs> at see, once. You but. can see the interaction then between the stars as well. You could mm-hmm. have Dana, Dana Brooke going up to Apollo Crews randomly in the middle of the, the hallway. It's like waiting for the elevator. It's like uh, going up to the, to, to the roof, yeah? Yeah, same. Cool, cool, cool. Could have a guy yeah. and a girl team up to try and get up to the top together. And, you know. Exactly. Do, yeah. you, like, like I said, there's so many possibilities. And I presume JB is involved with this. Because you know, oh, definitely, he, he is the creator. Jeremy Borsch is the creator of kind of the cinematic universe match styles with Matt Hardy. Was it, and wasn't planned to be part of the Taker thing, at the Boneyard match. It, that was a necessity because they had no cameras, because they're filming everything else for for Mania. They they were given one camera for oh, to wow. take the Boneyard match. So Trips was like, "Can I just take my NXT crew to do it?" And Vince said, mm-hmm. "Okay, fair enough." And that's why Jeremy Borsch ended up doing it. <laughs> Class. Give that man a raise. I don't care the fact that you fired 749 people this month. Give Jeremy Borash a raise and let him in charge of cinematography, videography, whatever kind of term you want to put on it. Fire Kevin Dunn. Fucking give Kevin Dunn salary to Jeremy <laughs> yeah. Borash. Make it happen. And seeing as Vince has said on the investors call yesterday that they're going to do more and more of the cinematic stuff, mostly out of necessity, but that also it gives them a chance to be creative. Hire Sean Ryan. Hire Sean fucking hired. hired. Seriously. That's no good to anyone. Hire him properly. He's an independent contractor, I think, Nick. Is he? He works. You could tell it was his work on NXT UK at that time, but is he actually employed by them? I don't know. Not sure. Get him, have him, give him an office, give him two offices in Titan Towers or wherever you want to place him. That guy is worth his weight in gold. If Jeremy Borsch saw that, imagine Jeremy Borsch's creativity and kind of just the nuances he brings to 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 a wrestling mm-hmm. match and just to give sean ryan a camera and say okay film this oh man th- that would just create so much good content you'd have you'd have yeah. the match quality you'd have the visuals being created by borish and you'd have everything captured at the right moment at the right angle at the right time by uh, sean ryan to sign me up yep. i would i would actually pay irish money for my wwe network as opposed to u.s <gasps> money wow I know it's, uh, my, spicy meatball. my nine euro fifty eight cent every month would go up to twelve ninety nine euro, and I would be happy for it. <laughs> but, but then you won't have enough spare change to buy the five hundred and seven euro uh, worth of the Triple H replica belt. No. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I'm going to buy any ever any replica belt of WWE.com, it's going to be the Winged Eagle belt. Sorry, Dobbs. I, if if I had enough money, I'd buy your one off you with your HBK and Bret Hart signatures, with your original WWF. It's him. On it. Yeah, it's him. Do not let Hulk Hogan anywhere near that belt. We've discussed <laughs> this already. It's perfect the way it is. Encapsulate this thing in carbonite and hang it up. It's done. That belt has never been more important to the world than that night. So much so they had to get rid of Bret Hart over it. Right? Do not let Hulk Hogan anywhere near that belt. It's perfect. Perfect. WWF branding and everything on it. Oh, it's, it's 
don't touch that damn thing as as a child growing up i was severely envious of this belt and as a 32 year old adult i am still severely envious of that belt (laughs) Mm -hmm. sean michaels and bret hart signed winged eagle Mm -hmm. it's done You've completed wrestling life there, right? <laughs> That's it. You get yourself a big sandwich board poster with the Montreal or with the, the Survivor Series 97 pay-per-view poster. Oh. And wrap that shit up. It's done. Add Close it, the add book. It, add it to your home insurance straight away because that's <laughs> yeah, oh, Jesus, money, yeah. money, money. That's it, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not much else to say, really. Um, no updates in the Velveteen Dream situation as yet, allegedly. Situ- alleged situation alleged situation alleged um, might do a B show either tomorrow night or Sunday night maybe see how we get on we won't go down to the pod feed anyway we yeah oh of course yeah 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 so yeah the episode 5 will go out that was the game shows and reality TV shows B show uh, which Fitz was super more happy with the weather just spoilers yeah <laughs> yeah Actually, Fitz had a bad run of tapings there <laughs> <laughs> oh well don't say it then we can't spoil it it's a surprise um, yep I was very happy with the winner um, oh yeah, yeah it's a fucking um, heap of shite <laughs> no you're wrong don't spoil it <laughs> um, don't let that people know that this live presentation <laughs> is definitely going to be live um, oh yeah Smackdown um, tonight what's your uh, lock of the week Lock of the week. Uh, do you know that fucking Elias and Corbin are going to be fighting each other again? Oh, please tell me that's just you. Uh, Corbin's uh, facing Gulak in a Money in the Bank qualified match. Oh, I saw something earlier about Corbin and Elias on the WWE feed. Hmm. Maybe I've maybe I've taken it out of context, but uh, uh, yeah, my smooth Jimmy's lock of the week Elias and Corbin brawl of some kind or Elias cost Corbin the t- the contract opportunity ladder opportunity contract match at what stage do we just say maybe Baron Corbin is the problem and it's not just a creative that's been given <laughs> to him uh, I don't know best deal in the yeah, business they- guys everyone hates him yeah do we hate him or do we just hate to see him it's just they're never giving anything entertaining or when they do they do it to death like it's just constantly the same feuds over and over again and new people promos and but is maybe that's a lock of the week maybe. must be killing them not, not being able to do you people promos <laughs> <laughs> I'm so just wait for it it'll come straight down the camera lens to you mm-hmm. very soon true 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 but like is it is Barry Corbin just unable to capture the attention of a 21st century heel is it just purely down to bad creative or you know you could say, you know, a lot of good heels in the past have been given bad creative, but made it good because of they're they're so good at delivering it. Are we saying that Baron Corbin is just not good enough to be able to make bad creative good, or is it just purely down to no one could make this creative good? Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. Like he didn't grow up a wrestling fan. He's not a wrestling fan. He was a football player who went to a tryout. So maybe he, you know, he doesn't have the the love for it like others would. Maybe I don't know. But then in that case, Vince then, loves him because he's six seven or whatever. So, <laughs> in that case, then you got to look at the producers and the creative backstage and say, okay, this guy's not capable of delivering what we're giving him or or getting over as this monster heel that we want him to. Maybe we need to pivot or readjust or or fucking train this guy to be able to do this or give him, 
I don't know, give him fucking Randy Orton to work with and say, okay, Randy, teach this guy how to be a heel. Maybe he just needs that sort of guidance or creative um, coaching backstage to get himself to that level. But, like, who's the biggest heel on SmackDown right now? Is it Bray Wyatt? <laughs> is, is, like, Bray Wyatt's not a heel. Baron, Braun Strowman's not a heel. Like, Baron Corbin is the biggest heel on SmackDown. Correct me if I'm wrong. Well, it's Roman Reigns because he left them high and dry and now they're Chris Benoit, his name. <laughs> he has cancer and now he's killed his wife and son? No, he's just blackballed currently, <laughs> verbally, for the moment. He got Velveteen Dreamed? No, just blackballed, just in general. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, you got me. Oh. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, Christ's sake. <laughs> I apologize oh. for nothing. That's I don't good. know. I like it. Like, like I've enjoyed SmackDown a lot more lately uh, than I have in the last six months. I don't think like it. It's not a coincidence that it's because Roman Reigns is not there. It's. I think it's more so that they're actually doing something with the whole Sasha Bailey feud, and the Bray Wyatt character and Braun Strowman is new. So there's there's elements of new that hasn't been hammered home to death yet, but uh, they, they they they're going to ruin it for me so soon. And I, I just wanted not to ruin it for a while because I'm actually enjoying it. And clearly, the ratings are are not doing too bad right now. So other people seem to be enjoying it as well. Why can't it just kind of give yeah. us something good? Yeah. So speaking of ruining, who's ruining Triple H's whole celebration thing of 25 years? The Rock. No. Um, who? Baron Corbin. Eric Bischoff. Tony Khan. It's Tony Khan. Daddy? Who else wouldn't would want to bring down Triple H? <laughs> uh, who does ruin Triple H's? Oh no, he's back. The best in the world, Shane McMahon is going to come back and be like, "No, you're not Vince's son. For I am Vince's true, real son." I actually kind of want to see that though. Hell in a cell. Uh, Someone, no, I think it's just going to be a video package. I don't think there's going to be anything no. in the room. Ah, he has to, video have to cut his hair. So, uh... Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a wild man. Actually, that's, how does that plan out? How does that pan out on SmackDown tonight? Is, is he going to be there? Is he going to get interviewed by Michael Cole in the ring for 10 minutes awkwardly? They haven't nah. said. Video package, yeah. I'd say. But like the Jeff Hardy stuff, I guess. Oh, that was something from last week. I couldn't believe they talked about Jeff Hardy and then talked and showed him out of his mind on drugs and talked about painkillers and all that I know it was on a network special it was just it wasn't on you know Fox TV you know it was very odd for them to acknowledge all that it was on their mainstream TV it's always been Eddie Guerrero's had his demons in the past it's always demons it's never painkillers as they said (laughs) he was a druggie yeah (laughs) yeah it's weird (sighs) yeah I don't know. We call it a day or a night. I think we're good. Going to get some Chinese with Kira. The coronavirus? Going to get some Corona food. So, as usual, Gordo pissed off the fucker, so I'll have to do it. But as usual, you can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all those other places. But also, um, if you're listening to it, we're getting way more listeners recently, like shit tons more. Even in live listeners, we've way more than we ever did. Uh, so do me a favor and retweet this when I put it out later on. Get Let people know. If you're on iTunes, 
give us a five star rating and leave a review all the Jericho things um, but it does help uh, Fitz mute yourself there um, <laughs> so uh, it does help so if, you, if you're on Apple give us a five star rating or whatever I think Google Podcasts has started bringing subscribe you can subscribe there and you can leave things and stuff but yeah do all that for us please uh, retweet it if you can also be helpful or even a little like whatever because I've stopped using the things we used to use because I'm fed up with them so we could do with the extra retweets and likes <laughs> um, uh, we're also available on Wrestling Soup Network uh, you can get us on WrestlingSoup.com and you can also find all of their shows uh, I think they're on day 40 now I saw a notification that Frank and Gus is starting there on uh, Patreon or on Discord they've done a show every day for the past nearly 40 days um, so give them a shout uh, give them a listen on Patreon or on their main feed and um, Canvas Theory, we're still unsure of this. Next week, we're going to get Nick Quinn on for, for to clear up this whole paragraph. Uh, but you can use code AWP for 10% off your entire order at www.canvastheory.com. Shipping to the US and coming soon to Europe, for it has been for the last year. We assume it's already in Europe unless the Chinese virus got it. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. Um, the coronavirus. Kira's given off to me because I said Chinese virus. It's from China. 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 It's called the Wuhan Woojis. That's what we're going to call it now. She's going to kick me in the head. You're too small. Yeah, so. I think I deserve <laughs> this one. Um, yeah, that's the end of the show. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, yeah, give us yeah. If just give us a rating. That's what we've we've decided is the thing now. Give us a rating, and uh, say good night, all boys. Good night, all. Kenny.